A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, how do the words Ghost of Sushima How do the words Ghost of Sushima strike you? They strike me like a iron fist to the chop, Scott, in a good way, though. <laughs> Don't know where I was going for that. I was going to go for a samurai strike, but then it turned yeah. into a fist. I'm trying That's to say it. I, I love Ghost of Tsushima, Scott, and I want more of it. So what have you got for me? Well, it turns out that uh, over on uh, Sucker Punch's cinematic creative director's LinkedIn, mm. uh, this dude called Dave Malloy, a uh, great name, by the way, um, he um, was yeah. He, up- he updated his LinkedIn profile to show that he's presently working on Ghost of Tsushima on Sony PS5, um, which a lot of people went. Does that mean you're doing another full-on <laughs> PS5? Thing? And he went, oh, oh, and he changed the um, the LinkedIn profile. So now it says presently working on Ghost of Tsushima for Sony PlayStation. So Ooh. obviously the smoke and gun being the PS5 component. Um, so you know maybe it's a sequel. It most most likely is a sequel. Um, or it could be some sort of maybe full PS5 version of the game because right now even though Ghost of Tsushima is one of the rare first-party titles that runs extremely well on PS5. Um, yeah. It upscales itself to 4K60 if you want it, um, and HDR. Um, you know, it doesn't have a... If you go on the dashboard on the PS5, it still says PS4 next to it, so you're still playing the PlayStation 4 version. Um, and I wonder if they would do... They could do some sort of legacy edition or whatever version of it, call it a proper PS5 release, uh, bundle in a bunch of different unlocks for the uh, Legends mode or something. Um, or it's going to be a full-on sequel because, um, as is noted uh, last year, they put a hiring call out for a narrative writer um, saying they were looking for people with a desire to write stories set in feudal Japan. So either there's more stories coming to the multiplayer mode or it's a full-on sequel. Why not both, Scott? Why not both? Why not, Why not both, continue man? the multiplayer into the PS5 either tied people over and then mm-hmm. deliver a proper Ghost of Tsushima 2 sooner rather than later? I think when it comes to a full sequel, it is completely inevitable because Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. not only landed with um, fans, you know, was really well received by PlayStation players, it also was a smash um, with sales as well. Like it was one mm-hmm. of the biggest um, new franchise launches Sony has ever had. So we're definitely going to get it. And I feel like with, um, I can't remember who exactly said this, but someone at Sony was talking about how they were wanting quicker turnarounds for their projects, more or less. You know, they were wanting Oh, Sean to... Layden dove into that stuff when he left. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Sean Layden back in the day was hoping for like tighter turnarounds. And I think we've kind of seen that with the likes of God of War, you know, not getting mm-hmm. any DLC and just barreling headfirst into the sequel. Presumably, that's what's happening with Days Gone as well, because we didn't get any expansion packs for that either. Presumably, uh, development just quickly started on the sequel and it seems mm-hmm. like something potentially similar is happening here and I would be totally fine for that because while I do love expansion packs, if it means I get a full-on sequel earlier, that's still of a high quality 
Um, I'm more interested in that personally. One question, Josh Brown. Do you think that'll be cross-gen? No. No, Ooh. but only because I feel like we're quite a few ways off from this. You know, Ghost right. of Tsushima is this huge, big, open-world franchise, you know, presumably going forward, and they take a long time to make. Like, if you look at Horizon Zero Dawn, that's taken, mm-hmm. um, well, will be four years-ish by the yeah. time we get a sequel. You know, these games are big. If we skip forward potentially three or four years to the point where Ghost of Tsushima 2 looks like it's going to come out, I feel like that will be enough time to have consolidated the PlayStation 5 um, player base so it won't have mm. to be cross-play. Like, I just I can't see Sony continuing this cross-play gimmick after the end of last year. Like, <laughs> that just seems way too far um, in the future. And they've got to cut mm. ties eventually. Like, for as much as they do want to continue supporting the PlayStation 4, it's just the natural cycle of... Um, generations that eventually we have to kind of like cut ties and be like right we're focusing entirely on this new machine and hopefully it has enough players to justify the cost of Mm -hmm. these games I feel like God of War is going to be the last one for that I know they still haven't said but they won't say otherwise so it it very much (laughs) feels like God of War is going to be on PS4 as well that'll be their big send off for PS4 players which would be really cool and obviously you get the PS5 version too Um, I wonder though like the the DNA of Tsushima like I wonder what you changed with that game like I love that thing once it got going um, or just like that was my like game of the year last year. I think it's just phenomenal. And I kind of I wonder how much you flesh that out. Do you go down the combat route? You kind of make it more a, a bit more like For Honor, and you do more with the jewels, or do you flesh more mm. of the open world stuff out and continue down that route of like the Pathless and Breath of the Wild um, and Immortals, and just kind of have like an open world of just stuff to find, but you don't really you flesh out the wind system. I guess it's like yeah. what would you want from like a sequel to Sushima? For me, it's definitely fleshing out the open world elements because they were almost mm. there for me in the original game. Like, I love the stuff with the wind genuinely. I love not Same, having yeah. a mini, mini map that I was constantly checking. You know, obviously there's a big map, but having the, just the wind guide you to points of interest. <laughs> and I thought some of those points of interest were genuinely really fascinating and slightly different from what you usually get. Like, I love mm-hmm. composing the haiku. Like, yeah. every single time I found one of those locations. The foxes, less so. I would like more variety in kind of the structure of how that content is presented and what you're actually um, doing. So if they made it a little bit more freeform, a little bit more unique, like they could honestly for me have fewer like activities to do, but if they're more unique, it makes them a bit more um, personal and more impactful. Mm. Like Ghost of Tsushima, for as much as I loved it, felt like a game that had one foot in the future and also kind of like one foot in the past in terms it's of quite design. Safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways it was quite safe, but for me, they nailed the story, they nailed the characters, they nailed the presentation, they nailed the combat, absolutely. And it's just kind of like those extra, quote-unquote, or side um, mm. aspects that need to be raised up to that level for me to just think it's a complete, utter, like, 10 out of 10 home run, because it was almost there for me at the time, just, like, those oh, small think... issues kind of, like, yeah. dragging it down a little bit. It's a, it's a strange thing because, like, I've seen it, like, obviously, since it came out, there's been so many different pieces on it, so many different videos and talking points and everything. And I, I get the, the negative that, like, it's just Assassin's Creed in Japan, that they were taking mm. so much. I and mean, that's what I thought it was going to be beforehand when I saw the initial trailers, when you were just hiding in the tall grass and taking dudes out and, like, swinging around and stuff. And I was like, ah, it kind of just feels like you've taken the Ubisoft template and put it in Japan. But for me, the thing that elevated it so much was the characters. It was the world building. Like, it was the uh, just the fact that any frame of that game was absolutely gorgeous. You could hang it yeah. 
yeah. on a wall. Um, and that, that whole idea of Jin Sakai having to become the ghost to free his country and how far down that route does he go and does he even have any honor by the end of it and things like that. Like, I loved all that stuff. And I thought that, like, I'm not going to obviously spoil the way that game ends, but the way that thing goes yeah. um, had a little bit of The Last of Us 2 in it in terms of the way that that story goes, which people who've played both will know what I mean. And um, I want them to flesh that stuff out, but I also wonder where the hell you even go after those plot points have happened. Like, what do you yeah. even do in a sequel that can be anywhere yeah. near as meaningful <laughs> as the first story? That's kind of what I was wondering as well. Again, no spoilers, but when I got to the mm. very end, and obviously you can pick up and play afterwards, I was kind of... I, always, I, I wouldn't like to be whoever's writing the next game, because right. it's such a daunting task of where do you take this story next? Like, do you even stay in Sushima? Do you go to a different location? Like, how do you... Um, I guess you uh, can't go to a different location because of the name. Well, it's true, but I suppose <laughs> they got around that with um, Arkham Asylum, you know what I mean? Yeah, Just yeah. make it Arkham City, Ghost of that, whatever. Yeah. But it's funny that you mentioned Assassin's Creed because I'm playing through Valhalla right now and while I'm enjoying that game, it makes me appreciate Ghost of Tsushima even mm. more because while there are a lot of surface level um, similarities between the two, Tsushima just manages to take that structure and that format and even the same visual cues and kind of UI design, I guess, mm -hmm. and just like manages to elevate it because it comes together in a much more cohesive, directed way, which is what I want them to maintain for this next game. The Everything well, in Sushima works in tandem to create a singular vision, in my opinion, mm. and I'd like to yeah, see man, that the, continue. The thing that I love as well is that they account for whatever order you play it in. Like when we both mm. finished it and we were messaging each other and you were like, I did all the side stuff. I made a point of doing that before I went to the next main story thing. Whereas I was like, I did less of that. I did a little bit of side stuff. I checked in with those characters. Then I went forward. And like they've written enough dialogue to let you go back to those side people later and Jin will yeah. just address whatever's happened. Like, yeah, we already did that battle. We already did this thing. Um, but I'm still going to help you find your missing partner or whatever it is. Um, and I love that stuff. I love that they address the fact that we're not going to play these games in a specific order. We're not going to necessarily, you know, get all gamey with them, which is like with, if you're taking the Ubisoft template, that is a series of checkboxes. It is just yeah. a full-on checklist to get through. Um, and that was kind of why I bounced off Valhalla, because I was like, oh, it's just another one of these. Um, whereas I thought with Sushima, like alongside all the story stuff and the world design and just playing the little pipe thing, just walking around <laughs> having the little, playing a little pipe, doing the haiku and stuff. I was like, this is just beautiful. This real serenity. Mm -hmm in the middle of this violence it's it's awesome um but yeah i kind of i wonder like where you go from there like how you sort of evolve that idea of this naturalistic feel gameplay wise where everything is being served up to you in whatever order you want um whilst also making sure you still nail this big budget feel where it's still it can still kind of tick the box of being assassin's creed in japan yeah. um even though i'd say it's so much more than that but yeah potential I'm, um, I'm, I'm buzzing, man. This is the franchise, and I love, you know me, I'm a Sony shill, according to everyone in the comments, but I, I, I love I every... the lens of the YouTube comments, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love every franchise that they've um, debuted this this um, generation, you know, in mm -hmm. the franchise they brought back, like God of War, but Ghost of Tsushima, for me, um, is the one with the most potential. You know, I love Horizon, mm -hmm. even love Days Gone to an extent, but that this game grabbed me in a way those just kind of, didn't like you said you know there was this serenity in the madness serenity in this mm. violence that just resonated with me so much and i want to spend more time in this franchise i want to just see what is capable on playstation 5 with a sequel because for me ghost of Tsushima one just pushed the boundaries of what the playstation 4 could do in mm. the same way that like the last of us part 2 did you know what i mean like i couldn't mm. believe that those two games run on that machine the same machine that you know 
was playing Knack in 2013. <laughs> yeah, the same machine that gave us Killzone Shadow Fall also gave yeah. us all of these beautiful views yeah. in Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the idea of a Ghost of Tsushima sequel. What would you include in it and what sort of things do you want to see from the PlayStation 5 with this general gameplay template? Uh, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye. 